You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Thursday, September the 28th, 2023. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. An expanded panel of 11 high court justices is hearing two petitions challenging the so-called incapacitation law. The legislation passed by the coalition as an amendment to the basic law government determines that a prime minister can be declared incapacitated and unable to serve only by the government or the Knesset, and only for physical or mental reasons. At a preliminary hearing several weeks ago, the court issued an injunction focusing the deliberations on the question of when the law should take effect and not whether the law itself should be abolished. Namely, by delaying the law's implementation until the next Knesset, it would not apply to the current government and would address assertions that the amendment is a personal law intended to protect Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu from the possibility of being recused for violation of his conflict of interest agreement. The Knesset, the government and the prime minister's lawyers have argued that the high court does not have the authority to intervene. The attorney general's position is in favor of delaying the law's implementation. The Supreme Court president, Justice Esther Chayut, said during the hearing that there is a moderate solution that could address the apparent flaws in the process of legislating the law to postpone its application. Justice Ofer Groskopf said that the court does have authority to interpret basic laws. Ahead of today's hearing, Justice Minister Yariv Levine, who has spearheaded the government's judiciary overhaul, accused the court of trying to cancel the outcome of elections. The petitioners want to oust the prime minister in order to bring an end to right-wing rule, he claimed. The result is that Israel will no longer be a democracy, but ruled by people who have put themselves above the law, he asserted. The Kaplan Force, a group leading protests against the government judiciary overhaul, said in response to Levine's comments that the justice minister continues to act like a mob lawyer, issuing threats to the court. There will be no mercy for those who try to turn Israel into a dictatorship, the group said. Activists from the right-wing Imtirtsu movement demonstrated outside the Supreme Court building this morning, claiming the court is shredding Israeli democracy. They brought ballot boxes with shredded party slips. The Arabs crossing to the Gaza Strip reopened this morning to allow the entry of Palestinians with permits to work in Israel. This was the first time in two weeks it was open in light of ongoing Palestinian rioting along the border fence and launching of arson balloons. Khan reports that the decision to reopen the border crossing stemmed from understanding that it could help calm the situation and Hamas could present it as an achievement. In recent days, mediators have worked to reduce the frictions between Israel and Hamas, and Khan reports that messages were exchanged that if quiet is upheld, Israel will consider renewing the passage of workers from Gaza and increasing the number of work permits issued to Palestinians. A Khan reporter says that for the first time in several days, Israel did not carry out strikes in the Strip in retaliation for the disturbances. A Hamas-affiliated radio station reported that Israeli fighter aircraft were flying over Gaza airspace. 
Defense Minister Yoav Gallant in remarks last night at the state ceremony commemorating 50 years since the Yom Kippur War warned Gaza terror groups from spurring an escalation. We do not want an escalation and are not seeking war. But if it comes to a situation where we must act, Operation Shield and Arrow should serve as an example for any terror group. Defense Minister Gallant is in Germany today where he will sign a deal with his German counterpart finalizing the sale of the Arrow missile defense system to Germany. The official signing ceremony admitting Israel into the U.S. visa waiver program is slated to take place today in Washington. A con reporter says that those expected to take part include the U.S. Secretary of Homeland Defense, Alejandro Mayorkas, and Israel's ambassador to Washington, Mike Herzog. The attorney general has authorized the police request to use Pegasus spyware in its investigation of yesterday's murders of five members of an extended family in northern community of Basmat Tabun. Since the start of the year, 188 people have been murdered in crime and violent incidents in Arab society. The weather outlook unseasonably hot over most of the country. Sharav conditions developing tomorrow, the eve of the Sukkot holiday. Saturday will be cooler, but still warm for the time of year. Sunday, much cooler. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 32, Tel Aviv 31, Haifa 29, Beersheba 36, and in Eilat going up to 38 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, and the Khan English Facebook page. <laughs>